Hello and welcome to Easy Aces from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, easy aces. Jane's brother Johnny took a job incognito in the fur department of his wealthy father-in-law's department store. His millionaire's bride is worried because Johnny has been working nights. Last night we learned that the night work had to do with some crooks in the firm who plotted to steal a lot of furs in storage at the store's warehouse. They've taken Johnny in with them. This episode is in two scenes, the office of a detective and the ace's bungalow, but first to the office where we find Johnny and the detective. Listen. So for the past four nights, I've been making friends with these two men, and they've taken me in with them. Last night, we boxed a half a dozen mink coats, and the idea is to box about a half a dozen a night all this week, and they're getting ready to drive up and haul them away. Oh, they haven't hauled any yet. No, but I think the truck starts pulling in soon for the first box load. I see. You say there's just the two men in them, this man named Tom and uh, the boy at the store, Buddy Yerling. Well, those are the only two I've come in contact with. The way they sounded, there's some more of them. Yes, I see. But you're not sure. Oh, I'm afraid to ask too many questions. Yes. That's right, Mr. Sherwood. I wouldn't ask too many questions if I were you. You've done quite all right up until now. Have I? Thanks. I, I mean, coming from you, Mr. Carter, one of the best detectives in the city. You know, I always thought I was cut out for your kind of work. When I was a kid, I yes, used to... Yes, well, we won't go into that now. Now, let me run over these notes. See if I've got this straight. Okay. You took the job in your father-in-law's store under the name of Joe Smith. Yeah, yeah that's right. You went to work in the fur department, and you worked with this man named Buddy Erlin. Yes, and he seems like such a nice kid. He's young and looks like... Would you recognize a picture of him if you saw it? Sure, I'd know him. Any... Say, you don't mean you got him on file. We might have. We'll come to that later. Let me see... And this buddy approaches you about how you stand on doing some underhanded work. Well, he didn't say underhanded. He just said about making some big dough on the side. He wanted to know if I was interested. 
And you said you were. Well, well, to tell you the truth, Mr. Carter, when I took this job in the store, I had a selfish reason for taking it. Mm -hmm. You see, my father-in-law has the idea that I'm not cut out for anything really important in the way of his business. And I want to prove to him that I'm not just the average guy with no business sense. And I was hoping I might run across something like this. Won't this be a feather in my cap when the old man hears about it? Oh, you haven't said anything yet. Oh, no. Uh, besides, he's out of town. But even if he were in town, I want to get this whole thing nipped in the bud all by myself. Oh, with your help, I mean. I see. Well, uh, I think that's best. Fewer people that know about this, the better. You haven't mentioned it yet to your wife. No, I haven't. And I hate like the deuce not to be able to. She's worried about me. I mean, having to work every night. And it leaves her home alone. But what can I do? Well, it won't be for long. <clears throat> now let's take up the story. Let me see. You say yes to Buddy that uh, you're interested in making the money. Yes. He has you come down to the warehouse where you meet this Tom Hines. He has charge of the furs at the warehouse. That's right. He sounded me out first, and I played right up to him. I must have done a pretty good job because he declared me in for a hundred a night, getting the furs ready to be hauled away. Uh-huh. That's as far as you've gone. Yes. As I see it, the thing to do is go right ahead, the way you have. What do you mean? Well, you can't quit now. You've got to find out more. Who's coming with the truck, how many more there are in the outfit, just where they dispose of the furs. Just go on, well, the way you have. Oh, I see. Sort of undercover man. That's it. Okay. Undercover man. I get you, Chief. Just go on playing dumb with these two men the way you have. Sure, I understand. I used to do a little amateur detective work when I was a kid back yeah, home. Well, I used to... uh, I'll be off now. Yeah, I have to go anyhow. Got a phone call this morning before I left home. My sister's sick in bed or something. Got to drop by and see her before I go home to dinner. Report to me tomorrow evening at the same time. Right, Chief. And remember, not a word to anybody. Understand? Oh, I understand. Uh, do I look sick, Mars? <laughs> I think you're overdoing it a little, Jay. Oh, too much powder? I think so. After all, you only told him you were sick, not dying. Well, it was the only way I could get him to come here so we can talk to him. After we went to the, over to the store last night and waited there in the car till almost half past twelve and he didn't come out, I well, wonder what he's up to. I don't know, but I'm sure going to find out. He'll tell me, especially after he sees how sick I look and everything. Well, I hope you're able to do it. Oh, sure I will. Wait till he sees how sick I look. Why, you said yourself I look awful. <laughs> I hope you're, hope you're able to fool him. Oh, well, that must be Johnny now. Oh, it's probably Ace, isn't it? He usually gets home around this time. Well, if it is, we'll see if I can fool him. Him. You go, Marge, and I'll just lie here. Oh, all right. I'll let him in. Oh, wait a minute. I'll just lie down here like this. Now. All set? Uh-huh. Well, hello, Marge. Hello. You got home kind of early, didn't you? Well, it's too hot downtown. We all got off a little early. <coughs> Where's Jane? She's here. Oh. Well, hello. Well, you look cool and refreshed. Cool and refreshed. <laughs> well, what's the matter now? Did I say the wrong thing? Well, here I am dying, and he says cool and dying. Oh, now, Jane, you're being carried away with your own acting. Oh, yes. Well, anyhow, I'm supposed to look sick. Supposed to look sick? Well, yes. he it? called up Johnny and told him to come over, and the only way she could get him over is to tell him she's sick. Oh, I see. And you had to spoil everything. Well, it ought to work, especially if you've already told him. And I'd like to find out where he goes nice. I wonder what he's up to. Oh, he'll tell me, especially. Especially 
after he sees how sick I am. Well, I hope he tells you. I'll ask him. I mean, in a sort of a roustabout way. I won't just come out and say, where were you last night? That's the idea, Jane. I know how to do it. The main thing to find out is where he goes. After we find that out, we can find out what he does. Well, what time is he going to be here, Jane? Well, he said on his way home to dinner. I said, well, how about after dinner? And he says, no, he can't after dinner because he has to go back to work. And he still insists he has to go back to work. Did you tell him you were there last night and you didn't see him? Oh, no. I don't want him to know we've been following him. Well, for once, you showed some sense. Thanks, dear. Mm-hmm. I called up Alice after he'd gone to work and asked her if she had told him we were there last night. And she said no, but she felt so bad about it. She said she could hardly look him in the eyes. Poor kid. She's pretty well broken up about it. She's certainly crazy about him, isn't she? Yes, I can't understand it. Well, <clears throat> what do we do about dinner? I'm hungry. Oh, we have to wait till after Johnny goes. Oh, but when is he coming? This can go on all night. Oh, no, he said he could only stay a few minutes. Because he had to go right home to dinner and then go back to work. There he is. Just a minute. Oh, I forgot. You better go, Mars. Okay, now lie back, James. There. How's that? Yeah, close your mouth. Oh, I look sicker with my mouth open. Oh, you do. I practiced all afternoon, and I memorized all the questions I'm going to ask him. All right, now settle back. I am. Go ahead. Now, dear, let me do the talking. He'll tell me when he sees how sick I am. Hello, Mars. Hey, Johnny, not so loud. I think Jane's trying to bed. What's the matter with her? She's bad? Well, she's right in here. Well, sis, what's, what's wrong with you? Hello, Johnny. Gee, you're pale as a ghost. I am? Yes. What is it, Ace? Do you know? Well, I think the weather kind of knocked her out a little. It's... You think? Haven't you had a doctor? Well, not yet, Johnny. I wanted to talk to you first. Well, you have to find out what's your trouble. I think I've got intentional flu. Intentional? Mm. Now, lie back, then. Take it easy. Yeah, lie back, sis. Uh, are you comfortable there? Oh, yes, I'm quite... No, don't, don't talk, sis. Oh, but I want to talk to you. Oh, no, you don't. If you're going to talk, I'm going to leave. You can't have this excitement. Well, look at you. you... Oh, but I have to ask No, you... no, Jane, I mean it. I'll leave if you insist on talking. You have to rest. Look how pale you are. Have you got a fever? No, I haven't any fever. Yeah, take it easy. See, she looks all run down. Mm, you look all right. Work seems to agree with you. Well, you know, I'm all right. Yeah, not overworking, are you? Well, that's enough to keep me busy. Mm, night and day, I understand. What? I say, I hear you've been working nights. Oh, yes, I have. Plenty of work to do in that big store. Oh, you were working there last night, I suppose? Yes, I worked last night. <laughs> yes? Well, I happen to know you didn't. You happen to... What are you talking about? What do you know? Here, you two men. Now, well, what does he mean, thing? Well, are you sure you were at the store, Johnny? Jane, I told you not to exert yourself. But I'm the one that's about to If you don't act. stop talking, I'm going to leave. Oh, this isn't working out. Oh, <laughs> I feel much L- better. Lie back there. You've got to take care of yourself. But sir. I have to ask I'll you. ask him. Ask me what? Ask you where you were last night. I told you I was... what. What is it to you, anyhow? What is it to me? You go gallivanting around town till all hours of night, and you want to know what it is to me? You're married into the most respected family in town, and if you think... Oh, I see. So that's why you got me out here. Oh, John. I came out here to see my sister. She said she was sick. Well, sure she is. We all are, especially Jane. She's uh, sick uh, with worry. That's it. Worry about you and this mysterious night work you've started. But I was working. I've worked three nights this week. Oh, don't give us that. Well, if you don't want to believe it, there's nothing I can do about it. How do you like him, Marge? Won't believe me. Oh, I see. You too. Well, Johnny, well, to tell the 
truth. They drove down by the store last night to pick you up, and you never came out. You drove down? What time? Well, we say that'll after midnight. Don't tell me you worked later than that. Oh, no, I didn't. But you still insist you were working. I was. How do you like that guy? We proved to him that he oh, was. Oh, Parche. Well, I was working. That's my story. But, Johnny, if you were working... Jane, you ought to relax and lie still. No, I don't. I feel much better. Oh, no, no. Lie back there, Jane. You still insist you were working. I do because I was working. But, Johnny, you weren't at the store. I was working. That's all I can tell you. Oh, someplace else, I suppose. Got a night job, too? I can't talk about it. Of course you can. Well, I can. I'm going to get up. Then I'm leaving. Oh, no, no, wait. I won't get up. I have to go anyhow. I've got to hurry home for dinner and back to work. Going back to work tonight, too. Uh, Isn't he a hot one? Who is it says you go to work, Johnny, if it isn't at the store? Oh, give me the third degree. I don't have to answer questions if I don't want to, and I don't want to. Well, doesn't that leave matters in rather an awkward state? I don't know, does it? So you waited for me at the store last night. Kind of going in for amateur detectives, aren't you? And you, Jane. What? My own sister spying on me. Well, that's a fine how do you do. But I didn't mean no, to... No, don't talk, Jane. You're sick. I'll do the talk. But I'm not really... First you complain about me not working. Then when I get a job and work at it, you don't like that either. But I didn't... Well, I've listened to you lecture me all these months, Jane. Now it's my turn. You're going to get a dose of your own medicine. Medicine? Well, I'm not sick, Johnny. I'm Jane, sick. will you... Oh, dear, don't let him give me any medicine. Keep him away. <laughs> well, Jane's little plan to get the truth out of Johnny didn't work. But we're relieved to know that Johnny is doing a good job, even if his wife and the aces don't know it yet. We learn more when next we meet the Easy Aces.